Hello, everybody, and welcome to Who Even Cares? Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Sherry's Berries. Uh, go to sherrysberries.com and get all kinds of grossly sexual, uh, vaguely erotic food to put on your uh, husband, wife, domestic partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, trans individual, or cisgendered individual uh, to lick them off very sensually and faux erotically, or at least that's how their ad copy reads occasionally. Uh, you can get some chocolate-covered ones. You can get some non-strawberry-type things because they're all owned by the same Pro Flowers online empire. So go to sherrysberries.com and click on the radio microphone and enter. Uh, Mike Yarsky can go fuck himself with these fake ads, and they'll give you 0% off, and they won't recognize the code. All right? There you go. Um, so this is episode 8, I think. Of who even cares? I am Mike Yarsky. You can email me at uh, the the who even cares show at gmail dot uh, or you can Twitter me uh, at Mike Yarsky. That's Y A R S as in stool sample, K Y as in the lube. So it's uh, M I K E Y. So that's like Mikey, right? Let me start that over again so you're not too confused. M-I-K-E-Y-A-R-S as in Santorum, K-Y like the warming lubricant, okay? Because uh, you can't spell Yarsky without K-Y. You know, that line has never worked. Okay, so I, I didn't do the uh, theme music yet. I should do some theme music right now just to stall. Because uh, I just have some miserable, uh, uninspired complaining to do this week. Uh, so here we go. Fucking uh, take me out to the ball game. Uh, take me because I'm bored to tears. Bring me some peanuts and alcohol. This thing feels like it's going to take years and it's root. Root, root for who cares. I really wish I didn't have to stay. And it's one, two. Who gives a fuck cause it's taking all fucking day. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, sexual assaulters. Here we go. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Motorcycle accident. Here we go, rapists. Here we go. You know, I think the NFL is getting too much uh, inappropriate attention for all the uh, misogyny, homophobia, racism, prejudice, domestic violence, sexual assault, and drug use and embezzling. Because I think I, I think there are actually more individuals overall, not even per capita, that pull that shit in the U.S. Congress. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But uh, if we could just leave the NFL alone, people, just for once. <laughs> and focus instead on the United States Congress. You know, that would be great. Bunch of homophobes and jagoffs and asshats and dick clowns and twat waffles and all that type of shit. A smegma scoopers. A Santorum lickers. Prostate massagers. All of which you can get at adamandeve.com. Go to adamandeve.com and click the radio microphone and put in uh, Mike Yarsky likes to eat purple balloon knots and get a 0% discount. 
because uh, that's not a real coupon code. Okay, here we go. Jesus, I just used the same joke within, what, four minutes? Ugh, this one's going to drag. All right, I am going to talk about fatness. All right, because I feel fat, I think fat, I act fat, and I do fat. Having said that, uh, there is a woman in my office that I want to vent about who I think has taken the concept of fat shaming a little too far. How far has she, Mike? Well, I'll tell you. We were all standing around. Now, this woman in my office, a different woman from the one in question, had a baby about a year or so ago. Congratulations, you've made another horrific mistake. Thank you. Thank you, ruining the environment. That's fucking great. Bringing your spawn into work unprompted so I have to emotionally prepare to hear squeaks and awful things. That's really great. Anyway, you know, she kept a lot of weight after and she didn't like it. She didn't want to keep wearing maternity clothes for another year. So she worked the weight off. Um, And she was always in shape. You know, she always did the runs and charity runs and 5Ks and biking here and all that kind of stuff. Uh, She did a program that was just to get fit. She has one of those, um, like, house arrest anklets. You know, those, like, weighty anklets that they give you so it's harder to run? It looks like a restraining order bracelet or a house arrest bracelet. And then she has one of those kind of things on her, like a pedometer She's a little overboard, I'll admit, but she's healthy. And she got back and she went back to her body weight. I think it was like a 20-pound difference. And everyone was congratulating her, except this one woman was in the circle. And she said out loud, I hope that you guys can stop. I'm feeling particularly fat-shamed right now. And uh, I will say, she's a fat little gerbil. She's got like the buck teeth and the just, just the rolls and everything. I will say that, but that's not the point. What's the point, Mike? Okay, I'll tell you. The point is, that is not fat shaming to congratulate someone for the accomplishments that they set out. Even though you might think that they are steeped in a society that values thinness over overweightness, the fact of the matter is, this is something that she prefers. I could see why she doesn't want to spend more money on clothes. I can see why she wants to go back to her look and not wear maternity dresses for the rest of her life. And I understand why she would want to get back on a habit of being healthy and eating well because that's what she's used to. So what's the problem? She set a goal for herself and she completed it. There's nothing to not congratulate her for. It's not an oppressive society. That makes her want to jog. I know that. She likes it. She enjoys it. And she is continuing to do it. But this woman made it personal. And that is fucking annoying. And it gives fat shaming a bad name. Which sometimes I think it deserves. I don't think reprimanding yourself to get yourself into shape is a bad thing. I do it and it's effective. Um, I'm glad I don't accept my body to the extent that some of these reddit fat logic people do but that's just me i'm only speaking for myself Uh, i'm not going to you know i'm not going to uh, be a dr atkins bible thumper or whatever i just uh it's just one of those things where people take the meme 
and pull it right to its fucking bitter end. Like, when did the word introvert start to mean I'm a selfish cunt? You know? When did introvert become I am self-involved and overly precious with myself? Back in the day, introvert meant that you had an orientation personally that was more inward, that you preferred smaller crowds, more quality time, sensitive, introspective, blah, blah, blah. But now, it's a community of people trying to overly manage how other people interact with them. There's this whole thing about hamster balls and how to care for your introvert and blah, blah, blah. Here's how you care for your introvert. Uh, You ask your introvert what he or she needs, and then they're supposed to tell you The way you care for the person you're with, introverted or not, is by communicating with them openly and with delicacy, sensitivity, whatever you want to call it. Honesty. You don't need to see little diagrams of hamster balls. You don't need the Susan Cain quiet book jammed down your throat. Okay? All you need is to not be preached at about why someone can't even dare make a good face in company Because they're an introvert and it's too overwhelming. That is not a struggle of oppression. It's not. And everything is. There's no way for people to just... I haven't yet seen anything on the internet that would in any way suggest that someone does not want to qualify themselves as a victim. Or someone that doesn't want to qualify themselves as being persecuted. I am... An oppressed introvert in an extroverted society. What do you care if it's a society if you're an introvert? Stay in your room and keep your bullshit to yourself. And if you're going to put it on the internet, put it in a private live journal and spare me, please. That goes for extroverts too. <laughs> just keep it Just keep it to yourself. Alright? God, I am pissy today. But let's get back to uh, let's get back to being fat, because I am fat. At least I feel that way, and um, I don't like it when people tell me I'm not fat. It feels vaguely condescending to me. Like you're trying to undo the reality to uh, mollycoddle me. The point is, uh, my figure would not bode well in the third world at all. Now I know that's an unfair comparison, but. To most of the world, I am a fat, obnoxiously fat fuck. And I have a little bit of guilt about that, make no mistake. I'm not oppressed by it. It's not a huge bother for me. But, truth be told, uh, more importantly, I should say I'm a mental fuck. I'm a mental fat fuck. I think fat fuckery can be a mental thing. I don't think it just has to be a physical thing, and I will prove it. By telling you two stories that I think demonstrate fat fuck more than I've seen any morbidly obese person witness, you know, do in my lifetime with the exception of my aunt who ate a steak two months after her gastric bypass. Okay, here we go. This is the blood that runs through my veins, people. Uh, story the first. I got to, I was temping for a social work school and I got there early and I didn't have a key to get in. I got to the bench, and I just decided to put my head down, do my business, and I fell asleep. I was only a few minutes late for work, but when I woke up, 
there was a half-eaten uh, wrapper of brown sugar and cinnamon Pop-Tarts that I don't even remember starting. I do not remember starting it. It was in my lap. I had one hand clenched over the... You know, it wasn't even um, one full Pop-Tart. It was two half Pop-Tarts. Like someone, possibly me, got on the first half, saw the other half, disregarded the other one, was like, oh, another one, and then had a little bit of that, and then passed out. Now, were they toasted? No. Did I eat them? Yes. Did I know they were mine? No. Oh, how am I going to make this episode funny? But Mike, none of them are funny. Yes, thank you. Save it for the comments board. Or email me at the Who Even Cares Show at gmail.cock or Twitter me at Mike Yarsky. That's M I K as in Kike E as in Ethel Y as in Yid A R S as in Shiksa and K Y like the lube. All right. Here's the second story that's actually true. You know, as I'm saying this, I have my eyes closed and my head in my hands. I'm the most reluctant podcast host ever this week. But I gotta do it. I gotta pull through. Gotta try to bring the funny. And it's not working out. Oh, pity me. I am so oppressed. Okay. For some inexplicable reason... I was in a good mood. I know that's hard to believe, but this story is actually true. I swear to fucking... I swear on my mother's battered old dried up cunt that this is true. And back in the day, it's not there anymore, but there used to be a Wendy's near the square I would pass to get on the train. And, uh, there was a hobo outside and I thought, all right, I'm in a good mood. And he goes, do you have any change? And I didn't, but I said, you know what? Let me buy you something. What do you want? And even though it was bitter goddamn cold, he says, I would love a chocolate frosty. And I said, that sounds great. And I thought, I want one too. Because that's why I went there in the first place. Alright, Mike, get to the story. Okay, so I go in, and I order a Baconator, and a Frosty for me, Frosty for him, I sit down, and I eat. And, I don't know, the next thing I knew, I ate both Frosties. And I look up, and he's looking through the window at me, just staring at me. With this agape look on his face. And I thought, I'm fucked. I'm fucked! Because I can't go up and order another one. Because clearly, I mean, that has its own connotations. Oh, you know, uh, can I get a third chocolate frosty? Uh, it's for my friend. Yeah, it's for a fucking friend. Are you going to sit there and eat a third one, you fat fuck? You piece of shit. So I couldn't deal with that shame. 
I didn't want to confront the guy. He looked extremely upset. And I was afraid. So you know what I did? I asked them. I, I said that uh, there's a guy staring at me and it's creeping me out. And can you let me out the back? And the manager took a key and let me out the back. <laughs> oh, God. Now, is that not the fattest fuck thing you've ever heard in your goddamn life? And at that time, I was not as fat as I am now. I was 165 pounds when I did that shit. I think the only reason why they took me as, like, that guy is scaring me is because that guy was black. I think that's it. Otherwise, I think they would have just said, suck it up. But I couldn't talk to the guy like, hey, listen. Uh, I don't have any change. And, um... I kind of had a fat blackout back there. Sorry for the fat blackout. You know, one of my roommates had a fat blackout back in the day. The first blackout that I'd witnessed. And he wasn't that fat. I mean, he was fat. And uh, I will get to that in a minute. But one time I came down the stairs. He was in his underpants. And like a undersized white v-neck. And he was eating someone else's baklava ice cream. It's like, dude. Is that? That's not your baklava ice cream. Right? And he goes, it's so good. And then I let him be. And I made fun of him for it the next day. And he goes... What did I do? And I said, you were standing there with the freezer open. You know how, like, it was open for so long that if your dad came in, he'd be like, oh, you want to you wanna refrigerate the whole house? Are you trying to stop global warming? And I have to say, I've been up and down for a while. You know, I, there was a time where I was 236, and then I went down to 185, and then I went back up to 208. And I made it down to 162. But thanks to depression, effects, and relationships, I went right the fuck back up to 208. Right now I'm at 197, and I'm working my way back down, but I'm starting to accept that this is just a cycle that's going to keep going. I'm just going to oscillate up and, up and down, up and down, up and down, until I get too old to work it all off, and I will be re-fat. But anyway... The time that I was 208, the first time, the first bout of being overweight again, that guy, the baklava guy, we all got in the car to go to a bar, everyone in that house, and he says, oh, Mike should sit up front because he's the fattest. And I can't tell you how much that motivated me. (laughs) It really did. The spite was so strong. And the grudge was so potent that I I went to the gym constantly. I washed what I ate. Went to the gym some more. Cut down my food budget. And lo and behold, I got to like 175 or something like that. One, I'll never forget. I was 168. And we were walking out together out of this liquor store, and he goes, man, I am 
170 right now. And I said, really? I'm 168. And he was devastated. And he says, well, I do have some muscle. And I said, only the number counts, dude. I weigh less. Therefore, you are fat. Not fatter. Fat. Now, he broke up with his girlfriend. And he started eating and drinking emotionally. And in the final bust of cathartic awesomeness, he donated some of his genes to me. Oh! I kept them as trophy genes, even though they were too short. Because they were APC. And also, there were like that those rabbit hole genes where you can't wash them. And you have to go online to figure out how to wash them. And people start saying, well, you'll get bugs near your taint eventually. You might want to scrub that out with your roommate's toothbrush. But, you know, besides that, you know, if you're getting mold on them uh, by your ball sack, then maybe you should uh, take them to a dry cleaner. But even then, you have to flip them inside out first. And um, if not, just spend uh, $400 on something you're prohibited to clean. So he had those jeans. And uh, I think they were APCs. Yeah, they were. I got two pairs of APCs from him, but they were too short for me. So not only was he fatter, he was shorter. And I donated them. I won't lie. I gave them up. Also, I got too fat for them later. What can I say? This is where fat shaming comes in, man. Spite is the best motivator for anything, and the shame I felt in that moment for indeed being the fattest person in the car got my ass in gear, and I had sweet, sweet, sweet revenge. Way sweeter than eating two pints of Ben and Jerry's Americone Dream before I went to bed, which I've done. God, I'm so fat. How fat are you? I'm just doing one of those like meditation style body scans and it's just, uh, it's just bringing me a lot of disgust. Like, my body hair... It's not thick. It's definitely not thick on the top of my head. But it's not thick on my chest either. It looks dense. But it's not because it's bushy or tufty. It's because there's like seven ridiculously long hairs that curl up on each other. But if I stretch one of them out, it's got to be like a foot long. Same with on my forehead. I get these random blonde flecks that come right the fuck out of the forehead. And then I uncurl them. And they just get... It's like pulling a tapeworm out of your mouth. It just keeps going and going and going. Until, you know... You get it out of your mouth. Out of your forehead. Whatever. Ugh. We've all sucked a mullet dick, haven't we? We've all definitely pulled a long strand of hair out of our mouths, not just our foreheads, right? Right? And then my tits are still there. I still have, like... A grabbable tit. In point of fact, I can push my tits together. Like if I if I make a if I do like a palm, like I'm trying to break open a if I'm like I'm trying to break like six cinder blocks stacked on top of each other in half with my palm. Um, if I do that gesture and put my tits right at the base of the palm and smush them toward each other. Um. It looks like a Greek guy's ass crack. 
And in fact, I can fuck the ass crack with my finger and push it in and out. I can get like to the first knuckle doing that. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah. I'm actually doing it right now as if you can hear it or or even see it. You can't even hear it, but I can fuck right up to my like chest plate here. I can also finger fuck my neck. If I pull some neck flesh out with my thumb and forefinger, I can roll up what's in between it and finger fuck that fat, you know? And I, I could do that with a lot of my body. I mean, like, Abe Lincoln knew how to do it with in between people's thighs. That's a classic. Femoral intercourse. But, you know, my elbow fat uh, on the inside. That would be crazy if I had fat on my elbow. Ugh, God. Could you imagine just a doughy, ashy fucking elbow? It would look like a Bertucci's pizza before you fucking put, it, put the sauce on. And then my belly, you know, every brand of fucking underpants I buy, they all managed to uh, taunt me in some way. Like, I bought Hanes boxer briefs, and when I sit down and my belly goes over it, even though it says Hanes, Hanes, Hanes across the waistband, all I can see under my belly is ha, ha. (laughs) That's it. And then if I got uh, for my uh, fruit of the loomies, I get on one side and um on the other side. I get the O O M and the F R. And you know what? It, you know what it is. Even I'm looking at them right now to verify that. And the the amount of shelfage I have to lift up to verify that that's true is also disgusting. Thank God I can see my dick in the shower, uh, provided I sit in the shower. Um, why am I holding up my belly to look that it says Fruit of the Loom? I know it says Fruit of the Loom. I have known that that brand is Fruit of the Loom. And by the way, they're not tidy whities They are fashion briefs. They're blue, and I got green, and I have red. If I have jockey shorts on, it just says J-O-J-O, meaning don't even bother people. Just jack off. Don't even go on OkCupid tonight. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when you go on OkCupid? Do some stupid quiz questions, um, hyperlink some of the stuff in your profile, like some movie or TV show that you like thinking like, oh, this guy likes, uh," someone's going to just waltz over and go, he likes Arrow? I like Arrow. Oh my god. Right? But it doesn't work like that. I can feel my thighs rub together when I go for a walk. Um, my balls don't hang as low as I guess I would like them. Do your balls hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? No, they don't. Do your balls hang low? No! They don't wobble to and fro. I can't tie them in a knot. I can't even get a cock ring around them. Because they go back up in me. And it really, really hurts. Because my balls don't hang low. Does your scrotum hang low? Does it wobble to and fro? Can you uh, bread 
clip all the sack? Can you put it in your back? Is it hairy and stinky like a continental pinky? <laughs> I don't know what a continental pinky is. I know what a continental pinky is. It's the uh, it's the pinky finger that a woman uses while you know to uh, stimulate her uh, husband in the asshole. And it's only a continental pinky if she tries to explore it, and he's not a fan because he is a straight man afraid of his ass. There you go. I just justified a really stupid rhyme. Oh, I came up with a limerick the other day. Do you want to hear it? Sure thing, Mike. Okay, great. There once was a man so distraught, for his limericks his friends never got. And one then asked why, and he said with a sigh, It's probably because my punchlines in them are not sufficiently taut. T-A-U-T. Ah, it's better if you read it. Could have been worse, though, I have to admit. That could have been a lot worse. Uh, What was I talking? Oh, yeah, I was doing a body scan type thing. You know, if I have to, um, if I squat, like, let's say I have to do a body squat, which I never do. Like, let's pretend I'm into some kinky shit. And someone has tied, like, a five-pound weight around my balls. And then I have to kneel a little bit. And my legs are wide open. Part of me is afraid that there's a little bit of cheese between, like, where my leg meets my pelvis. Right on the inside there. That little, like, V-shaped funnel that your dick is in the middle and it goes right past your ass. You know, if you want to look at it that way. I just feel like I'm just really frightened that there's, like, lint or something, you know? Or, like, a half of a Frito or, like, Girl Scout cookie crumbs. And I and I have I just haven't digged them out yet. I mean, I have, but I just have that fear in case anyone sees it. But there's just, like, a, like I'm, my body is harvesting feta cheese on its own. Because it knows I'm so unhealthy that uh, I won't eat a spinach and feta salad. So it's trying to defend me, evolutionarily speaking, by making its own. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy with uh, how jowly I can get. With my hair done up and that jowly angle, I look like someone taped a pubic beard to a pineapple. That's what I look like. Just patchy, bushy bullshit all over my spiky, infected head with this little green plumage this pathetic little green plumage on the top i guess you'd have to stick some glasses on it but i got made fun of so much as a kid for being fat and um here's how bad it was i was on the hockey team and i was definitely the slowest person and uh, one of them told me later one of the coaches was like i really didn't think you were going to make it it was the first practice. It was 30 minutes of conditioning. And then we would do some sprints here and there, blah, blah, blah. And then we would run up some stairs at the uh, A-field, they called it. So you would run up the bleachers and then back down and then back up, then back down, do a little infinity three or four times. And I was always the last one that was done. And I was way fat. I was kind of a good sport about it in that I waited, you know, 15 years to get it out of my system. But even when uh, some of the hockey players caught me on my way home, they would just converse with me about how fat I was. And then I would smile and nod and slowly let the life 
and possible happy future just drain out of me. But there was one day when I was on the hockey team, for some reason, I hit that adrenaline high. It hasn't happened since. That's not true. It happened once when I was running, trying to lose the weight the first time. Sort of like when I was in college, I ran for almost two hours at two in the morning on that on the field by my high school. And someone called the cops. And like a cop came down and they they fucking hooked up a spotlight. I was the only one on the field. They hooked up a spotlight and they just watched me make loops. And then they left. I gotta tell you, I was never more happy to be white than in that moment. But anyway, there was one practice where I just fucking... It was the 30-minute run, like, jog portion. It's what we always started with uh, outside of the stretching. And I crushed it. Like, I was in front of four people. Uh, I was not the last one to make the loop. And I sprinted past them in the last one. And then later that practice, we did like a one-mile sprint. See how fast you could do a mile? And I passed the same four people. And it wasn't that anyone congratulated me. They were just all like, what the fuck? And the coaches were so upset that they made those four kids run two extra loops on the steps. Like, okay, guys, you did not hustle. You even let Mike pass you. Your punishment is two extra steps. That's what they said. So I'm doing the steps. I'm not doing them all that well. I am tired. And every time uh, someone would come by, one of the four would come by, they'd be like, are you fucking proud of yourself? Are you happy with what you did? And so that satisfaction was taken away from me. Then the next year in hockey, there was finally another kid who was similarly fat as me. He was shorter, um, and he shaved his head. He was a cracker. Um, I only say that because I think it's worth noting when a white guy shaves his head. Uh, I, I just... It's a prejudice of mine. It's like, here we go. So... Not to name names, but we were in the locker room. And what I was used to in the locker room was being forced to be a good sport. Because otherwise they would all gang up on me. So they would all remove the hockey tape and then throw it at me. Um, the hockey tape off their sticks. Or what a lot of people would do is they would take their thumb and forefinger, remove the ice that accumulated on the side of the blades, and throw that at me. Um... The one thing I really enjoyed was that someone did that on recently sharpened skates and caused a slit through their index finger. And um, they bled all over their fucking tube socks. (laughs) And started crying for someone to help. But uh, all of the coaches were just dicking around in the pro shop. Oh, it was great. I didn't help them. I didn't know what to do. So he just waltzed up and there was just a red trail and all the fucking like black yoga mat shit they keeps on the ground so that your skates don't get fucked up. But anyway, the locker room was a little bit chaotic. 
not very homoerotic because you don't have to get naked to strip yourself of hockey clothes. <clears throat> and we all just went home after, so not a shower type situation there. And they decided that there was going to be a who's fatter competition between the new kid and myself. And I'm sitting there like, this is ridiculous. Why do I need to do this? And the other kid got really into it, just like gnashing his teeth. You know, someone had to pull back his leash, had a thorn in his paw, all that stuff. And so they all gather in a circle around us. And he's really into it. Like, really just going at it. And I'm just like, this is dumb. I mean, I'm definitely taller. I'm definitely fatter. But I was a better player. It was weird, because the first year, I was the worst player. And then they all graduated to a different league. And then the second year, when my dad coached it, I was one of the two people who could skate backwards. That was the level that we were at. And he was one of those people. And then he's in that circle freaking out, and then he jumps on me. And it's sort of a sumo wrestler kind of situation, because we're really in just a bro hug. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually pretty sure someone made that joke offensively in the moment. Look at these sumo cunts, right? And uh, it was a very emotional hug. And the no one, I think, pulled us out of it. Just eventually, I punched him in the chin. And then he ratted me out to my dad, and my dad couldn't give a shit. So uh, he gave me, like, a fake slap on the wrist, and then he told me later that that kid was an asshole. <clears throat> but he didn't really have any idea what went on in the locker rooms in terms of the bullying that I experienced. Uh, he just knew that that kid was a dick based on how he was on the ice, you know? <clears throat> and my dad was shocked when I quit hockey. Can you believe that? There was one kid, he told me, oh, uh, such and such says hello. I was in college for three years, and I said, oh, how's that kid doing? And my dad says, oh, he works at Radio Shack. And I said, good. <laughs> Dude, that was one of the nicest things about uh, cavorting around my hometown once I went to college was just like, you motherfuckers. He who laughs last, laughs longest, you know? But anyway... I was put, I you know, you, you're kind of fat for the rest of your life once you are forced to compete against someone else who is fat. You can't undo that fat. That is a permanent fat emotional scar. That is a fat trauma that not, you know, that ex-fats carry around. And I saw this article in the New York Times that um, people stigmatize ex-fats for needing, for having that tendency to begin with. It's sort of like a... Uh, a recovering alcoholic is how it's, you know, people would rather have someone around who didn't drink that much to begin with. So even though it takes a lot of discipline and willpower, it's still tempered with the fact that you have an addictive personality towards delicious food. And so it's not attractive. Um, I have that lingering emotional shit with fat that will never really leave, if you couldn't tell already. And that was one of the few fights that I had gotten into, really. One of the few. The only other one I got into was uh, in elementary school. I narrowly avoided a fight because this kid with a giant rat tail that he had braided 
Jesus, I forget what even provoked it. I think someone told him that I was talking shit on him. And then once again, there was a whole ring of people around us. And the thing is, is that I swatted a bee that was near me and it landed on him and stung him. And he's allergic to bees. (laughs) So he starts swelling and freaking out. And then he had to go to the nurse's office. And uh, I'd never... (laughs) Even though it was an accident, I take that now as just triumph in using my environment to my advantage. It just felt like a ninja swap. Like, bam! Motherfucker! I mean, I look at old pictures of myself. I see the yo-yoing sometimes. But I also see that my head is still a problem. It doesn't shrink. And ever since I heard someone on, like, Mark Maron's podcast go, you know, I didn't want to be one of those guys that lost weight and still had that fat head. And then the other one's like, oh, yeah, that's really fucking gross. That actually discouraged me from being one of those fathead skinny guys. Even though I don't really know another way around it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Fat shaming is a thing. I have experienced it a lot. And I will tell you that I have been fat shamed and it was never through anyone congratulating me on how much weight I lost. Fat shaming should remain sacred. It should remain. Likewise with introvertedness, there are too many tra- too many people trying to edge themselves into a struggle that is not really theirs. They keep trying to push themselves in to make it look like they're a victim somehow. Not even a victim, but just that they have something to complain about. These people just troll the internet all day looking for something that will give them an excuse to be miserable outside of the fact that they have nothing better to do than troll the internet all day. So they start adopting all these weird identities for themselves that don't apply. You know, like people saying they're on the spectrum. Come on. You know, just because, like, if you're anxious at parties, you have social anxiety disorder. Uh, If you look at BuzzFeed for two minutes, you have attention deficit disorder. All that type of shit. We all know what's going on there. And it's gotten to the point where a doctor telling someone that they are at a compromised health status for their obesity is fat shaming. Are you fucking kidding me? Shame is part of a doctor visit. It always has been. Prostate exams, floss. You know, when you go to the dentist, they tell you, you they never tell you you're doing good enough. So they shame you into flossing or whatever. And apparently that's so bad that people don't go to the dentist. You're weak, people. You're all weak. All of you. Go to the dentist. Alright? Your breath stinks. Just, if you're going to massage your asshole with an electric toothbrush, can you put the non-brush end in? So, insert on the one side, brush with the other side. Got it? Capiche? 
I don't want to say that uh, my fat struggle is superior to anybody else's. That's not my point. My point is, is that you can maintain your uniqueness and sense of individuality outside of looking for solidarity in a faddish affliction. Like, introversion was popular for a bit. You know, there was a TED Talk about it, and then we moved the fuck on. We moved on. But it was popular for a bit, and everyone was sharing articles about it, and we moved on. And some people for whom it doesn't necessarily apply wanted to identify with it, and so they took it to the next level. But they're not talking about it anymore. Their precious little hamster balls. Ugh, drives me crazy. You can be who you are without being part of a trend of disorders. It goes from one to another to another. And the way of Facebook is just going to keep going like that. So, just be yourself. And don't force it, for Christ's sake. Just because it's trending at the time. And quit clamoring for something to uh, co-opt as your struggle. We're already down to introverts. Quit clamoring for a sorrowful identity. You know, are you that desperate to be taken seriously? That you're just picking that something that's been commonly put on the Myers-Briggs personality indicator? Is that it? Fuck you. (laughs) Okay, I got to end there, folks. I will talk to you next week. Bye.